Hi, and thanks for joining me for today's show. This is Business Q&A here on utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station. Welcome, I'm your host, Peter Lamont. And today we have a really interesting question, and I think it's a question that you're going to be familiar with because if you are a small business owner, or even if you're a mid-sized company where you don't necessarily have a human resources department, I think you're going to find this question interesting. I think you're going to be able to relate to it. So here's the question that we're going to tackle today, and that is, I have an employee who really tries hard and I really like, but they're not cutting it. And I don't know what to do. Should I fire them or should I not? I've been holding on because they're a nice person. So we're going to get into that. How many of you out there who have your own business have an employee who tries hard and you really like, but they're just not getting it? What do you do? How do you go about solving that problem? Do you keep them? Do you hope that they keep getting you know uh, better? Do you fire them? How do you handle that? Well, we're going to talk about that Uh, on today's program. Uh, But before I do, I just want to make a couple of announcements. First of all, I want to thank everybody who has recently subscribed. Uh, We've had a lot of new Facebook followers, and I appreciate that, and a lot more questions coming in. In fact, we've been doubling up our Tuesday and doing a two-for-Tuesday legal Q&A just because we have so many questions coming in, and I want to thank you for that. I appreciate it. Keep them coming. You keep the questions coming, and I'm going to keep giving you answers. I appreciate that, and I I really want to thank all of you who have been heeding the call here, which has been, in 2016, let's get the word out about utlradio.com that there is a self-help legal and business resource for people to turn to, that there's information available on this show, on the YouTube channel, or on the website, utlradio.com. I need your help to get the message out. I need you to share this information with people, share the pages and the sites and the posts and let them know about us. That's been our biggest challenge. But with your help, I know we can accomplish the goal in 2016 of spreading utlradio.com wider than it is and getting more and more people to benefit from the information that we're providing. So please keep on task. Make sure you let people know about this. I appreciate what you've done so far. Let's get everybody aware of utlradio.com. This is 2016. Okay, don't forget, if you have not yet subscribed to the newsletter, make sure you do so. There is a link on the homepage, utlradio.com. All you do is click the link, enter your email address, you're good to go. Please understand, we do not spam you. You're going to get one newsletter per month. That's a total of 12 newsletters per year. That's it. And what you do get with the newsletter is access to exclusive content, whether it's an exclusive video or perhaps it's a downloadable form or checklist. And only subscribers to the newsletter are going to be entitled to get that content. This is bonus content only for our newsletter subscribers If you want bonus content and exclusive content, then go to the homepage, utlradio.com, and click the link. Sign up for your free newsletter. All right, let's jump into today's question. So how many of you out there that have a business have staffing problems? I mean, isn't isn't it just something that everybody experiences at one point or another, whether it's maybe your second year of business or your 10th year of business where you've got just an employee situation? 
And what I see with most small businesses, and that's why this question is so relevant, and that's why we're addressing it today, most small businesses have a challenge because good help, that old cliche, is hard to find. And sometimes you end up getting help that maybe is a relative or a friend of the family or you know, your daughter's boyfriend or whatever, um, or just somebody off the street that you really like. They're super nice. They're a great, you know, they've got a great attitude. They're helpful. They're always in there. They're on time. They never leave early. But they just can't cut it. They don't know how to do the job. And no matter what you do for them, no matter how much time you spend with them, they're not getting it. They're just not able to do it. What do you do about that? And that's a tough spot to be in because whether it's a, you know an acquaintance, a family member, or somebody that you've just grown to really, really appreciate and like as a person, how do you deal with the fact that they can't handle the workload? Well... Unfortunately, there's no easy solution to this, but what I think you've got to do is you've got to sit down and take an assessment of the situation, an honest-to-goodness assessment of whether or not this person can be rehabilitated to be the employee that you need. If not rehabilitated, can they be reassigned and handle another project or task? So it starts with you sitting down, and this is one of those times where you're you know, going to go through that modified pros and cons list, I want you to write down all of the things that you like about this person. And then I want you to write down the things that they are challenged with, they're not able to do, the things that frustrate you, the things that you don't like. Now, if you're truly in a situation where you've got somebody that you really like, but they're not good at their job, what you're going to find is that your pros column is going to have a lot of personal things about them pleasant, nice smile, uh, you know, tries hard, uh, customers like them, never late, never leaves early, never calls out sick, all those sort of personal personality things that you like about that person. And then you're going to head over to your cons column and you're going to find things like doesn't understand the task, um, you know, I spend a lot of time with this person going over the same thing, constantly makes the same mistakes. And you're going to find skill-oriented issues. So you're going to find that you like the person personally, but skill-based, you don't. Now, that's very telling because what that shows you is you like the person, but they're not equipped to handle the task at hand. And once you've done that and you can kind of see on paper the good and the bad, then you need to go to the next step, which is, What can you do to make this situation work? And what have you done already? Let's start with the what have you done. Let's say that you've spent hours in a week trying to rectify a situation with this employee. Let's say you've had meetings, you've given reviews, you sent them to a training seminar, you had them work with somebody else during the week so that they would hone their skills, all of these things that would be reasonable. You've done. And what else can you do now? Hop over to that other column. What can you do? Well, maybe the answer is nothing. Maybe you've done all there is to do. And when you see it on paper and you're you're struggling to write down, well, what else can I do? That's going to help you make the hard decision that you're going to have to make. 
And that decision really is that they can't continue to work for you if you like them personally, but they're not qualified for the job, and you've tried to do everything in your power to help them better understand and better perform the task at hand, and there's nothing left for you to do. You see how that pros and cons lists, both of them, are really applicable here because they're going to help you, I think, come to the realization that, you know, you like the person, but you just don't like the work. And then the final thing that you should do is figure out what is it costing you, right? Business is about money, unfortunately, right? That doesn't mean that business has to have no heart, no compassion. Business owners that are successful, have heart, have compassion. They do care. But if you let that compassion override what you're doing, you're going to be out of business and you're not going to be serving anybody, your employees, your family, your customers, nothing. So you really have to look at it from a business standpoint and say, I like them, but they can't work. I've tried to do everything and there's nothing else left for me to do to help them. How much money is this costing me? How much time? How much stress? What would happen if I had somebody in this position doing the job properly? Would I be able to work less than 14 hours a day? Would I be able to profit from their work? Would I be able to better serve my customers, clients, or community if I had somebody who knew how to do the job? Would I just be a happier person? Because the work's getting done. You know, if you ask yourself those questions and you find that you're answering in the in the positive that, you know, a new person qualified would make you better, happier, you know, less stressed, the answer is clear. Now you're left with that hard decision. What what do you do? Well, the the answer's clear. You know, you've got to fire the person. And how do you go about doing that in a situation where you really have developed a relationship and you really like and respect the person? Well, I think there's only one way to do it, and that's truthfully. I think that if you sit down with them and you make up some nonsense story about money or time or going in a different direction, I think that people can see through that. I think that while you do run the risk of the person becoming offended or angry or mad and maybe never speaking to you again, I think that you have a better chance of maintaining a relationship with that person if you're truthful. If you say to them, look, I really like you. Um, you know, you are a great person. You have a wonderful attitude. But, you know, we've tried to fix some of the performance issues you know we've done this, 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 and this. You've worked with Sally. You know, I've talked to you, and it's just not getting better. And, you know, I don't want to get to the point where I'm getting so frustrated that our friendship or or my attitude towards you changes. I, I don't want to do that. So I think that truthfulness and honesty in a situation like this really prevail. I think if you're truthful, maybe the person goes home, they're angry, but then they're going to come around to the realization that they, they really, if they're honest with themselves, they couldn't perform the job. And that at least gives you the opportunity to salvage your relationship with them. Maybe they will you know, respect you for it 
and bring new customers, new clients your way. You don't know what could happen two, three, four years from from a particular point. Maybe that person goes out, gets another job, and then they tell all of their friends and colleagues about your business, and maybe you end up getting clients because of it. I think you stand less of a chance of having that happen if you lie to the person, even just to cover up the fact that you don't want to have their feelings hurt. I don't think it works like that. I think you've got to just tell it like it is and and you know not to the point where you're like oh you suck you're the worst and i've tried to help you i mean come on you know you can't do that but if you're honest with what efforts you've made to try to resolve the situation i think the person again if they're honest with themselves is going to understand your decision and have more respect ultimately for you but what i'd like to see you do is i'd like to see you do that analysis those pros and cons it really really helps here because sometimes, you know, your emotions get so um, overworked in situations where you really like the person that you're working with. But when you realize they can't do the job, if you don't take that business approach and really analyze whether or not this is hurting your business, you're going to end up being miserable because you're going to have a worker who can't work. You're going to start resenting that person. You're going to be losing money in time because the job's not getting done properly. Somebody else is going to have to pick up the slack that person who picks up the slack is generally not going to get any more money for picking up the slack, and they're going to be resentful of you too. So it is a very dangerous, dangerous thing to get involved with. If somebody is not qualified, then they've got to go. You can do it in a nice way. You can hope to maintain the relationship, but you've got to approach this from a business sense. You've got to do the right thing for you, your business, your clients, and the rest of your employees. All right, I want to thank you for submitting your question. You, of course, will be receiving a free utlradio.com T-shirt. I appreciate it. Please make sure you keep the questions coming and let other people know about our mission, our goal this year of letting, you know, as many people as possible in on what we're doing here at utlradio.com. Don't forget, subscribe to the newsletter, subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel. Check out utlradio.com regularly for news and updates. Submit your question and please share this information with your friends, your family and colleagues and let them know about utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station. I'll see you next time. An ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. With 25% off all new and up to 70% off previously leased furnishings, do you really need a better reason to party? We don't think so. Come visit our new Court Furniture Clearance Center with more than 9,000 square feet of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home and office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. Free food, prizes, and fun all weekend long at our Chandelier Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com.